Welcome back, family. This is your boy, Ed. For all you smart and intelligent folks here, listen, that just simply means, Ed, hey, I got a hot one for you today because I know all my, pro all, my, all my project coordinators or, or people that are looking to be project coordinators, I know you have that program. Like, what are the skills that I require? Like, what do I need to master? I got you covered. Check me out. So today's episode is entitled, What are the skills needed to be a project coordinator? As you know, I have seven points. I mean, maybe we'll reduce them down to five, but this, this I don't know why I'm loving this, these seven points so much, but that's my new seven point framework. So we'll see what happens, see what type of feedback I get from, from the family. But let's go into the first point. First point is organizational skills. Ooh, having high organizational skills will make you an amazing, no, 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 no. Will make you a good, no, 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 no. It will make you an exceptional project manager. I'm just going to be honest with you because when you have great, amazing organizational skills, what this allows you to do is it allows you to make sure that the documentations or as I'll say, the project artifacts are in place, which aligns with making sure the schedule is on point, making sure the budget, you know, the triple constraints. If you don't watch one of the videos that I talked about the triple constraints, but again, I'll, I'll address them right here for you at a high level, making sure, like I said, the schedule, the budget, the cost, and most important that the quality is, is on point. And one of the things that I, I've also noticed uh, that is very important when you, when you have these amazing organization skills is that you're ensuring that everyone, especially when you're closing the project, that all deliverables that were supposed to be uh, logged and reported in, that you've been tracking them and ensuring that people have been doing with what they were supposed to do, not what they thought they were supposed to do. Okay, I won't even go in. That'll be another video. But what I'm saying, family, is when you have amazing organizational skills and being able to make sure your documents, make sure your meeting minutes, all are aligned. So at any time, if anyone tried to poke at your project and say, well, well, where we're at, oh, just pull up the schedule or what risk or issues or how many we have. Oh, no problem. Hold on for a moment. Let me go to this document and pull it up. Let me pull up my risk register or let me pull, pull up my issue log. So it's important to have those organizational skills. You already know another one of the skill sets. And I, I family, I know you're going to probably get, get tired of me saying it, but it, again, it's just real. I'm telling you as a real project manager that these things are these soft skills as well as I may mention a couple of hard skills, but mostly soft skills are very important. And again, it's communication. Yeah, communication. I mean, I can go on and on about how important communication is and being able to communicate effectively. And someone asked me, well, what does that look like being able to communicate effectively? Being able to communi communicate effectively just means getting straight to the point. And again, knowing your audience. So if your audience is your stakeholders, you better make sure that you have all of the documents, make sure that you have everything lined up for the, your meetings that you're hosting so your team, so you can set your team up for success. And holding people accountable. See, communication is about holding people accountable and holding yourself accountable. If you say you're gonna do something, do it, family. Let me move on. I won't burn that too much because there's a lot of videos covering communication, but I wanted, the question was asked, so I wanted to make sure you understand communication is a big one. Time management. Oh man, I, I'm gonna be honest. As a project manager, sometimes you'll get excuse project manager or and project coordinator, you'll get you'll get inundated with a lot of requests, and having the ability to 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 learn to say no, uh, and to hold people to do what they said they were going to do. When you set a de deadline and you hand the task over to the to the stakeholder that's responsible for that deadline, 
you need to make sure that on the agreed upon timeline and have that conversation because what what you can find yourself in, especially if you're a new project coordinator, somebody say, yeah, I'll get it done on Friday. And then when Friday shows up, you don't have a deliverable and you're asking yourself, well, you just uh, committed to me in the meeting that you will have it. Well, did you do what you were supposed to do? Were you organized well enough? Look how these, these skills are com coming back. Were you organized well enough to be able to make sure this person, this stakeholder knew that it, there was their responsibility to get this, this actual task done? And did you communicate to them the deadline? How would I have done that? Well, I would have sent, I would have verbally done it and I also would have put it in an email in our meeting recap, recap of the things that we said we were going to do. Or I also probably would have put it in my raid log. If you don't know what a raid log is, family, check out my video on that. I'll, I'll leave it up in, 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 the, uh, in, in one of these sides here where you can check it out. But again, being able to hold people accountable for the time that they said they were going to complete that deliverable. And if things shift or priorities shift, being able to be flexible to make that, sh that shift and identify, okay, if this is the new priority, again, document out, co communicate out to the team, hey, the priority has shifted. This is the new uh, priority. And make sure you document when the priority has shifted. Attention to details. This, man, have, uh, let me tell you this. I've worked with some project coordinators that their attention to detail was so amazing. Like, I even learned. Like, anyway, I'm, I'm always constantly learning. I, I do have that, what they call the beginner's mindset. And what that simply means is I'm never too high nor am I too low to say that, oh, well, I know it all and I because I got a decade a year and I have all these. No, 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 no. We don't do that here because we are consistently and constantly learning to continue to be exceptional project coordinators and project managers. So what I'm saying to you is, family, is, is that when you have the attention to detail, when you know when something was supposed to be done, when you know when contracts were supposed to be executed, when you know when uh, the budget, when you're paying attention to how your budget and making sure that your budget is not, you're, you're not spending more than what you've been budgeted for for the actual project. These are attention to details or you're able to foresee something that that has that's, that's coming your way. I'll give you an example of one of the issues that has happened with me where I was able to foresee it before it happened. Well, I was, we, we had these resources and people were just flip-flopping coming back and forth. It wasn't no, it wasn't their, it wasn't their fault. What it was is priority shifted. So when priority shifted, I had to escalate to get more resources because the resources were there. Their bandwidth was already too much. They were already taking on too much. So we needed additional help. So having that attention to detail and some, and a lot of this family comes with experience. I'm going to be honest with you. I wish I could give you a shortcut. I know everyone else is selling you magic pills and that if you take this magic pill, you'll be a project manager in two weeks and two days and four hours. Okay, I know I'm being a little excessive there, but I'm making a point, family. How I got where I'm at is is through the lessons that I've learned along the way. They've been some great lessons. They've been some painful lessons, but the lessons allowed me to have the attention to detail that I had because I've seen every time that I paid attention and paid attention from the beginning to the end and holding people accountable, making sure information is, is getting sent out on time, making sure that uh, everyone understands what they need to be doing, when they need to be doing. It's, it's like a symphony, I'm just conducting, you know? So I just say all that family to make sure you're just staying aligned. Being a great problem solving um, 
is is going to be huge. I, I think I've shared this before. Dr. Miles Monroe said, you're kept for the problems you're solved and you're let go for the problems you, uh, you create. Oh, that's heavy. What he, what he was simply saying there is he was saying that, you know, you and you just think about it again. I know it's common sense, but sometimes common sense is uncommon is that fact when you want to work with somebody that's always looking to solve and seek uh, seek the problem out instead of telling you 13 ways of, of how we can't do it, but they can't give you one way of how how we can do it. That just simply saying they're so focused on they're so inside of the problem or that they can't even get out and see what the other opportunities are. And so when you have that family, you have to be that one to find ways to solve the problem or and get creative and find creative ways because I always said that I remember a mentor told me this and I've shared this with you before family and when he said to th this to me I was like wow that's powerful because I never thought of it that way he said whenever you have a problem just don't go to leadership or go to someone without a potential solution. I don't care if the solution is, is not going to work. I don't care if, if the solution is so off the wall, but it allows that person or allows that team to know that you're that you, that they don't have to do the thinking for you. That at least you put some effort in to, trying to find a way to solve the problem. I will work with that person every day i put my back against their back and we'll go back to back to make sure that we get we actually solve the problem the biggest thing in project management and this is point number six is teamwork and collaboration if you are if you develop a characteristic about yourself that you are someone that they can collaborate with and that there's someone that you are a team player you, I, this will be a good gateway in for you to get to that next level. Because when you think about it, as a project coordinator, sometimes you can you can feel like, man, I would love to be doing what that project manager is doing, or I, I would love to be doing this or that. So when you're when you become when you become more collaborative, when you become more of a team teamwork type environment, it's not about well, oh, that's that's not I don't do that. That's not my job. Mm -mm. If we're working together, I'm I'm jumping in and putting I'm getting dirty just just as long as with you as well. I'm jumping in, put my two hands, my thoughts, and everything, and I'm willing to do. I'm willing to go to a distance with anyone that's willing to go to distance with me. And I'm not just gonna say, well, I'm the project manager. That's not what I do. No, I'm in there, and I'm gonna make sure that you know the team is successful. So being able to collaborate, being able to brainstorm, being able not to be and not to be fearful of any ideals or potential solutions you have to put it out there. And if your solution um, or your idea is not selected to have the courage to say, okay, that's cool. I'll put something else out and just not shut down. So being able to have that, that team player type identity will take you long in this field of project management. My last and final point, and I'll leave you with this family, the ability to be flexible and adaptable. I know that sounds almost like a scrum framework that I, we probably could, you know, talk about that, but Honestly, when you have the ability to be flexible and adaptable and what that looks like is being able to if there was a priority going on and it and it shifted now let's say you were leading this project and you I mean you were just you you were really being successful with this project and leadership sends it down to the project manager say hey we need to shift priority our customer um, we have a 911 we got to get everything back up Boom, you have to be able to be adaptable and adjustable and not just complain and be frustrated and always, you know, have a negative uh, approach to it. I'm telling you, it's, 
it's already hard enough to to lead a project and to be part of a project to bring all the extra noise in doesn't help but to be able to bring in a positive approach i'm not saying be so positive that you don't pay attention to what's going on around you because you remember one of the one of the tips or or one of the points i made was being able to have attention to detail so being able to be flexible and adaptable will take you so far I don't even know how to explain it, family. I tried to do my best on it. I hope you enjoyed today's video. This has been your boy ED. Until next time, I'm out.